Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, now celebrating its 10th anniversary. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairytale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairytale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money-saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates 10 years of romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Jamie Younger Estevez about her wedding at Pandora in Animal Kingdom with a reception at Germany Promenade. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Jamie. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiancé decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. We are local, and so we looked at a few uh, local venues, and he decided he didn't like any of them. However, he keeps claiming, you know, I don't care. It's your day, whatever you want. So he ended up choosing Disney. It was not my choice at all. (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) Okay, so then how did your friends and family react when they found out where it was going to be? They weren't surprised at all. We've been annual pass holders, and I'm an ex-cast member, so Disney's kind of in my blood. Got it. Okay. Now, being local, how many guests did you invite and how many were able to be there? We invited about 97. 53 showed up. That's great. Yeah. So then did you set up a room block or were most of them also local? No, the majority of them were local. and We did not do a room block. Okay, great. Now, how did you guys choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? For us, we were looking at the minimums and what would be the most affordable. And for me, I work in the school system, so I needed a school break. So Thanksgiving break worked for us, and Tuesday happened to be the cheapest day of the week, so that's what we went with. I see. Okay. Now, how did you choose your ceremony and reception venues? Chris chose Pandora. It's his favorite area of the park. It's his absolute favorite ride. So we said, why not? If we're going to do Disney, we might as well go big. And go with Pandora. And as far as reception, we had originally chosen Narcoosies. But due to COVID, we decided to move it outdoors. And the only outdoor venues that were available was Germany and Canada. So we decided on Germany. Got it. And was your ceremony in the morning before Animal Kingdom opened or after it closed? It was in the morning. And they happened to open early that day. So we had a super early ceremony at 6. Wow. Okay. Got it. Did you do any kind of ride mix-in while you were there or did it not time out? Yeah, we did. We um, had Flight of Passage or the Navi River. So they got their choice. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay. 
Within park venues, you probably didn't have a lot of opportunity to do this, but did you use any outside vendors for your event, like for photography or personal floral? We did not. We went with Disney for everything. One-stop shop. Kind of made it convenient. (laughs) And how did you choose your officiant? We looked at reviews on the Disney Brides Facebook page and ended up with Catherine. She was fantastic. That's great. Did you add any entertainment to the ceremony or the reception? We did not. I asked if we could add a character, and they said no due to the location and the timing. Oh, interesting. So did they have any other restrictions? Like were you required to pay for a lighting package, something like that? We were not required to pay for a lighting package in the mornings. I was kind of concerned when they switched the time. They moved it up an entire hour. So I thought we might have to, but they did not require us to pay for anything on top of the basic, what was included. Oh, that's great. And did you upgrade any of the seating or anything? Like, you know, when everybody sees the ceremony that they held in Pandora on the Fairytale Weddings TV show there, the benches, and did you add anything like that? They were beautiful, and I wished, but no, we went with the basic fold chairs, and surprisingly, it was absolutely lovely. We went with minimal floral as well. We just had a little bit of, I guess, greenery and roses by these big, oh, they're much larger than I expected them to be, lanterns, but they turned out to be just perfect, and they transferred really nicely when we used them as centerpieces in Germany. Oh, that's a great tip. Okay. Did you have a theme for the wedding that the floral was based around? I had just seen some things on Pinterest that I really, really liked it. It was like eucalyptus and kind of natural looking blush colors. Not a whole lot of inspiration. I just kind of saw some pictures and was like, I like that. Let's use it. And it worked. That's wonderful. What kind of musician did you choose to have for the ceremony? And did they go with you to the reception? We had a violinist. They did not come to the reception, no. Got it, okay. So do you have any menu items or cake flavors from your reception that you would recommend? Menu items, we went with a brunch because it was originally supposed to be a little bit later in the morning, and when they moved us super early, we decided to keep it instead of going strictly breakfast because I know some people don't quite care for breakfast food. I was just adamant on Mickey waffles because they are so delicious and it made my heart really happy to have them. I had, it was particularly really cold that morning. So the only thing was the food was really, really great, but it was cold, but it was 50 degrees and very windy. So it was not expected. (laughs) They they seem to like absolutely everything. The omelet station was extremely busy. So I guess that was a favorite. Wonderful. And any cake flavors you'd recommend? Shockingly, Chris did not expect these flavors to work well together when we got our tasting. But it was almond cake with apricot jam. And then we also had yellow cake with the gray stuff. Chris does not like apricots or almond, but apparently together they make an amazing mix. (laughs) They cancel each other out. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) So did you add any kind of entertainment for the reception or was it more like just a casual brunch? It was a casual brunch. They They told us that we weren't allowed to have a whole lot, so we didn't. It was just, guys, come do a cake cutting, have some brunch, let's take a bunch of pictures, and then we got on the bus and left. There wasn't a whole lot of fluff with it. 
I see. And I know that Epcot has been opening World Showcase earlier lately. Did you have guests, like regular day guests, walking by your event, or was it still closed when you were there? It opened, I believe, just as we were finishing. I would say maybe only about 20 to 30 people walked by. So it was still pretty intimate and quiet, which was nice. And the same with Pandora. So as they were opening, we were getting ready to leave. So we only kind of walked by the queue line. Got it. Okay. Now, did you add a dessert party or welcome party to your event? We did. We had a dessert party at the Grand Floridian Marina. Oh, that's great. Was that the same day? Yes, it was. It was a long day. (laughs) (laughs) And what kind of stuff did you serve at your dessert party? So everything was wonderful and fantastic. And we get to the dessert party and... It happened to not be the menu that I had chosen Hmm. and was expecting. And so that really kind of threw us for a loop. They ended up with the mac and cheese bar, which everybody raved about. And they said it was fantastic. And they brought us also, I think it was assorted cheesecakes as well. So that was what was on the menu that they served. That's a whole lot of cheese. What did you ask for originally? (laughs) We were supposed to have the cheese fondue bread boats from Holidays Around the World. And cream puffs and chocolate fondue. That is very different. (laughs) It is is very different, yes. Uh, Well, as a fan of the mac and cheese bar, I would not have been disappointed. But that is very strange that it was completely different from what you asked for. It unfortunately was. There was a mix-up, and it was the wrong menu served. And were they able to make that up to you in any way afterward? They did. They refunded me the cost of the dessert party menu. And they sprinkled a little bit of fairy dust on top, as they say. You know, it doesn't change what happened that day, but at least I rest a little bit easier knowing that I didn't pay for a menu that wasn't what we had agreed upon. Right, right. Okay. So can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day fit together? Sure. I started hair and makeup at 1230 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty early. Um, I got picked up at 4.20 at Saratoga Springs, and Chris, since we live local, he drove to the wedding pavilion and met them at 5.45, and we were basically taking pictures from 5 o'clock up until about 6 when we started, and then had the ceremony And the ride mix-in at about 7.15. After that, we went straight to Epcot, had our reception. And because it was so cold, there wasn't a whole lot of hanging out comfortably outside. So we all got back on the bus, I want to say 11, maybe 11.30. And then the dessert party started at 7. Got it. What were some of the most important aspects when you were planning, where you focused your attention or your budget? I focused my attention on things that I thought the guests would remember. So when I was coming to, okay, we're having a pretty basic dial down, trying to stay close to the minimum, right? And so I said, well, if we still haven't met our minimum, what are things we can add in? And I wanted it to be something memorable for the guests. Like what could add to the guest experience, like entertainment. And then they told me I couldn't do that because of location. And they said, well, you can upgrade food or you could offer, you know, more drinks or 
this or that. And so, I mean, the ride mixins definitely, I thought about adding another one at Epcot. However, that was not an option because it was already after the opening of the day. Mm -hmm. So I just offered premium alcohol, which because of the temperature, they served very little. And that was basically it. But I, I met the minimum barely by like $900. It's very, very close. <laughs> and then what aspects were less important where you saved some money or just your effort? Floral. Honestly, Pandora is such a gorgeous location. And it is so awe-inspiring, I think, for people that especially have not been there before. And there's so many colors and there's so much greenery and there's so many details that you really didn't need much. I mean, when I was meeting with, I believe it was Heather at Disney Floral, she was just saying that you really don't need a whole lot to make it just look so beautiful because people are not really going to be focused on that. They're going to be so distracted by Disney and, you know, by Pandora and the sounds and everything that small things like that aren't really going to make too much of an impact. So, so floral, we cut back a little bit, pretty minimally on that. My bouquet was still massive and so extremely heavy and gorgeous. <laughs> I was kind of blown away by how much I got for the price I paid for that one. So that was awesome. And then with food, they talked about upgrading the food and you could offer more expensive items. And I was like, oh, you know, we, we did substitute a few things in and out, you know, that we didn't really quite care for. But other than that, everything was pretty much standard. We didn't upgrade linens or anything because again, I can't remember going to a wedding and remembering what the plates look like or the napkins. Okay. So then what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? Oh, favorite memory. I would say riding Navi River in my dress because that's such a cool experience. Unfortunately, my dress was way too puffy to get on flight of passage without, I thought, the back piece, the restraint, like tearing the dress or dirtying the dress. So I had to go on the, the river boat, but that was still really cool and really special. That's awesome. Now, you talked about the temperature. Did anything else go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Other than, you know, my menu being off at right. the dessert party, I had allergy guests and their meals weren't there. There was an argument between chefs in front of my guests, whether allergy meals were made or not. So that was kind of embarrassing. But overall, it was a great experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then what happened with your guests with dietary restrictions? Were they just not able to eat at the dessert party? The vegans got a meal halfway through the fireworks. So about an hour and 10 minutes into our dessert party, an hour and 15 minute, you know, dessert party. So they did finally get to eat something. And I am allergic to artificial dyes, which is kind of in everything. And I don't eat sugar because of some medical things that I have going on. So they did not have these special items made for me. Mm. And, you know, I put my guests in front of myself. So it's okay. For the most part, they enjoyed themselves. Huh. Okay, good. Well, was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were stressed out about, but it turned out not to be? I kind of was stressed on 
the time frame. And of course, we were running a few minutes late in the morning getting um, up to the front of Saratoga to get picked up. So everything got pushed back by just a few minutes. And I was a little nervous about that. My husband's driver got kind of turned around and tried getting in three different ways to Animal Kingdom. And they finally found the right way they were supposed to go in. So they were also a little bit late. So we were a little stressed about that. But everything else time-wise worked out really well. Okay, great. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I don't think so. I think I would have just made sure 100% again that everything was set in stone and ready to go regardless of what the BEO said. Hmm. Towards the end and coming up with my dessert menu, we had some communication issues with our planner. And I know they've been so busy and swamped taking over all the weddings from last year as well, you know, making up during COVID. And there's only a few of them back in person, you know, so I know they're super stressed and overwhelmed with the amount of communication that's been coming in. But I think that's where a mix up happened was the lack of communication, not on our part, but coming back and they had just not updated things that needed to be updated. And so that unfortunately was where the the downfall was and and just try to make sure that you have a, a phone number or a way to get in contact with your planner um, in case an issue does arise. I did request a coordinator and I said I would like to speak with my planner and they had trouble getting a hold of a planner. And so just if you could have a direct way to reach them, if that's possible, we didn't. So it made things a little bit more stressful. That's a great tip. Do you have any other tips or advice, maybe for people who are interested in using Pandora, but they're worried about the weird hours? (laughs) You know, I was so concerned about my guests when they decided to push it an hour earlier, which we found out about a week beforehand. And I said, wow, I had really already communicated to everybody and created this whole six page pamphlet on how everything works and where they need to go and addresses and timelines of absolutely anything and everything they would need to think of. So I'd already sent that out. So I was like, no, no one's going to want to show up. It's five o'clock in the morning call time for them at the wedding pavilion. And every single person said, absolutely. We already have the day booked for you. Not a problem at all. I was stressed thinking it was going to be an inconvenience to them. And they were like, okay, cool. They did. However, I will say my planner did get us a coffee station and hot cocoa station right there in Pandora for our guests because it was so early. They provided some coffee for them, which was really nice. And it was also cold. So that was a nice warm up for them. But everything went really well during the ceremony and the reception. They were just so amazed at how cool everything was and that they got to ride, you know, Flight of Passage or Navi and They were just so impressed and and all of, you know, the scenery that was Pandora. They did have the music and this kind of sounds going in the background. So every now and then you'd hear a banshee going. So, (laughs) you know, that was kind of cool. I thought it was neat. So it was wonderful. That's awesome. Well, Jamie, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in a Walt Disney World wedding or vow renewal. And I appreciate your taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, 
DisneyWeddingPodcast.com or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. <laughs>